following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is going on, you guys? I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan, and you are listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Good Pod HQ, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about week two of the major four qualifiers for each and every single Call of Duty League team and what it means for them headed forward. And also, we are talking a little bit about Calais Campbell on more of his decision of why he came to the Atlanta Falcons this offseason. So without any further delay, let's go and get straight into today's action. All right, guys. So right here in the news, we are talking about Calais Campbell joining with the Atlanta Falcons and his comments about the Atlanta Falcons as he moved down here to the south. So this is coming from NFL.com. Calais Campbell believes Falcons are going to surprise a lot of people this year. Calais Campbell's decision to move south came a bit of a surprise to most followers of football, but the veteran defensive lineman believes he's just ahead of the curve. Campbell joined the Atlanta Falcons on a one-year deal in late March, brought up a ship that isn't quite fueled for a serious title pursuit, at least not at this stage. It isn't yet time to leave the dock. For the start of the 2023 campaign, though a Though in base of how Atlanta has clawed its way to a 7-10 benches each of the last two seasons, they have reasons to think they'll exceed expectations. Campbell is certainly buying what Atlanta is selling. And I quote, I really liked his vision for the team, end quote, Campbell said, of head coach Arthur Smith on Monday. Quote, I really thought he had a great game plan for where the team is at right now and where it's going, and I really feel like it's going to surprise a lot of people this year. This team's going to be a very competitive, tough team that will win a lot of football games, in quote. And Calais Campbell's right. You know, the Atlanta Falcons have really stacked up a lot on defense this offseason, and then you stack up on a little bit on offense, Getting Scotty Miller, you know, the fastest wide receiver in the football league right now on a one-year deal coming from the Bucks. You know, this is this is really great. And plus, you still got the draft with over, I believe, 22, 23 million in cap space. And then not to think, next year, you're going to have over 90 million in cap space. So the Falcons are doing things right. So if if you, even if you just sniff the playoffs this year and then you get yourself to 90 mil next year, you can sign even better players like a Clayus Campbell standard level or even higher. And that's what you're really looking for whenever you come to the Atlanta Falcons. So Atlanta has undoubtedly been a tough punch under Smith, consistently exceeding expectations set for a cap strap rebuilding team. Smith and general manager Terry Fontenot made a lot of difficult decisions to move forward from Matt Ryan last season and understood they'd have to patch together a quarterback room in the 2022 season, turning to Marcus Mariota and drafting Desmond Ritter in the third round. The results were, well, not exactly stellar. A 7-10 finish saw the Falcons in in a three-way tie runner for the division champion Buccaneers and what was only one of the NFL's worst divisions in 2022. But considering where the Falcons roster stood entering 
2022 season, Atlanta could see the season as a relative success. At the very least, it was a building block toward a brighter future. Bringing in a player like Campbell, a seasoned veteran with six Pro Bowls and a place on the all-decade team in the 2010s to his name, is what a young Falcons team needed. Campbell can provide leadership by example and direction to a team that should benefit his experience. From Campbell's perspective, Atlanta's sales pitch to him was quite enticing. In a quote, one of the other things I liked about it a lot was because they said my role would be playing true DN, playing on the edge on first and second down, which was very appealing. And I quote Campbell said, the Cam Jordan kind of role. So go ahead right there and saying that you're going to be kind of like the Cam Jordan kind of role. That's that and like that excites me. It really does to think that you're going to have a nasty defensive line and have Clayus Campbell at that to play that Cam Jordan role. This is going to be an absolute stealer season for the Atlanta Falcons on that defensive line, hopefully in the secondary as well. Well, you got Jesse Bates and, of course, A.J. Terrell in that secondary. So, Clayus Campbell does believe in the Atlanta Falcons, ladies and gentlemen, and you should too. And, again, this is going to be a great season. I think the South is definitely going to be one of the most competitive divisions by far because both teams, well, outside of the Buccaneers, because Tom Brady really screwed them over big time with losing a lot of players, losing a lot of money, on so forth. So it's the Buccaneers are just an absolute disaster of a team now like they've always been. But, you know, what can we say? The Buccaneers has got two rings over all of us in South. But needless to say, the Saints, Falcons, and Panthers are making extraordinary moves, ladies and gentlemen. But it all is going to come down to the wire, and I do believe the Falcons will prevail at the at the very end. I think honestly, it could be a at least a ten and seven season, maybe sniff a round. Well, not like a round, but like maybe a fifth seed at best, maybe six, if you're even lucky, <laughs> and you you get in the playoffs, maybe win a wild card. You're going to surprise a lot of teams just right there. And then you go into the following season. Okay, we made the playoffs. Time to make it again. But this time, it's Super Bowl. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, again, Clayus Campbell does believe in the Atlanta Falcons. Saying that they are going to surprise a lot of teams and a lot of people this year. Guys, I do want to make quick mention that today's episode is sponsored by Mahler Bros. We all want to look good on the golf course, but it often comes at the expense of feeling good. Mahler Bros Golf has polos that look good and feel good. With their lightweight and stretchy material that hugs your body, you will feel cool while looking just as cool. Their polos are guaranteed to make you look better, but it's up to you to golf better. On a hot summer day, on the golf course or snow polo that you would rather wear than a Mahler Bros Golf Signature Polo. Mullerbros Golf has a large catalog of polos with designs for those who want a loud design and others for those that want a subtle and sleek design. They also have fun t-shirts, hats, tumblers, and so much more to make your golfing experience better. 
today. Use promo code BELLYUP at MahlerBros.com for 15% off your order. That is MahlerBros, M-A-H-L-E-R Bros.com for 15% off. Don't wait to try out your new favorite golf apparel. Upgrade your golf attire with Mahler Bros. Get 15% off at MahlerBros.com with promo code BELLYUP. That's 15% off at MahlerBros.com with promo code BELLYUP. Turn heads on the course or wherever you wear Mahler Bros polos. Mahler Bros Golf. Look good, feel good, feel good, play good. All right, guys, so we are swinging into things. I like I like that transition right there. But we are swinging into things for the Call of Duty League when it comes to week two of the Major Four qualifiers, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, these teams are really coming together right now. Week one is always kind of just like, uh, okay, you know, you did good, blah, blah, blah. But week two is kind of where you find out really what teams have the momentum going forward. And right now we're fixing to go over that. So the kickoff on Friday, April 7th, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Boston Breach will take on the London Royal Ravens. Ladies and gentlemen, I am taking the Boston Breach in 3-0. London is just not a team this year. I don't know why they're even competing this year. They're they're a team that just needs a complete overhaul. And I believe they're just going to let go of the entire roster at the end of the year. I do believe. So I have Boston in a 3-0 over the Ravens. Florida Mutineers taking on the Seattle Surge. Guys... I really like the surge in this situation. Mac, he is just on a whole new level. Pred as well. Rookie of the year last year. This is just a dangerous team. It really is. They can be, however, not a dangerous team in certain situations. And I think where this matchup comes into play, I think the Florida Mutineers will have their number in a lot of scenarios where it comes to rotation and gunfights, but ultimately at the end, I do like Seattle in a 3-2 victory over Florida. And that is 4.30 on April 7th, so that is pretty much today, the time you're hearing this podcast. And for your main event, ladies and gentlemen, Friday, April 7th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you got the New York Subliners taking on the Minnesota Rocker. Guys, New York has been on an absolute tear. They defeated the Atlanta phase last week in a 3-2 fashion. So whenever you take down Atlanta, you obviously know you're doing something right. And when we go up against the Minnesota Rocker, guys, I really hate to say it, but the Minnesota Rocker has just definitely not been that great of a team this year. They've finally just snapped their losing streak over the last weekend. And I believe that was over against the Ravens, so that's really not much to brag about. I could be wrong, so please someone do correct me if I am wrong on that situation. So, I'm taking the subliners in a 3-1 right here. I think Minnesota Rocker is going to maybe get in a kind of a late win hard point, but that's just going to be about it. To open up Saturday, April 8th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the London Royal Ravens will take on the Vegas Legion. I have Vegas winning this one, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, London fans, but again, just like I said, when you go up against Boston, 
you're just not a team that's going to be able to compete this year. You know, everybody just stomps all over you, and that that's it. So I have Vegas winning this, maybe in 3-1. I'll give you Raven fans at least that. You're going to sneak in maybe a control. Maybe a control where the the comeback looks like it's going to be real, but it's not. Clayster and Standy, TJ, all them, they're just, they're going to wreck all over you. Saturday, April 8th at 4.30 p.m., you got the LA Gorillas taking on the LA Thieves. This is a no-brainer. The LA Thieves are going to win this one in a 3-0. Over the Gorillas, our city is the only one carrying this team, ladies and gentlemen, and he can't do it by himself. He needs help on this squad, and it's just... No, this is an embarrassing, an embarrassment of a team right now. Going into Saturday, April 8th, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the New York Subliners will take on the Optic Texas squad. Now, I did say that the Subliners were on absolute tear, but Optic Texas looks different. They look different, they play different, and they're going to win different. Meaning, they're going to absolutely just punish you and the most brutal ways of hard points, controls, S&Ds, whenever it comes to those gunfights, map rotation, and call-outs. You know, Shotzi, Illy, Dashy, and it's just them three alone is what makes this squad so dangerous. And I'm going to have to say it's going to be a 3-1 over the subliners. Optic is just, again, they're a different team. And they're going to make you suffer if you just make the wrong decisions. In your main event, ladies and gentlemen, Saturday, April 8th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you have the Atlanta Fags taking on the Toronto Ultra. This is a rematch of the winner's finals from the Major 3 tournament. And guys, I hate to say it, I really do. And I'm a Fags fan, I really am. But I have to say Toronto's going to win this one in a 3-2. FaZe is always going to bring you up a 3-2. FaZe is always going to bring up a 3-2. They're not the God Squad that they used to be back in Cold War. And they hell, they took a year off in Vanguard. And whenever I say took a year off, I mean they were still entering into like the major championships and even still made it to COD Champ but just came up short, and that's what they're still doing right now outside of the major two victory, of course. But still, FaZe is just that dominant but not dominant team. Like They're going to win games, but they're not going to win the big one now. Everybody's done caught on the FaZe, and it's just, it's over. I mean, they're going to have to really... Go and go deep into the playbook and say, okay, it's time to break up the big guns. We need to start winning hard points. We definitely need to start winning our controls. S&Ds are okay. You know, we, we was on a 15-game winning streak when it comes to S&Ds, so I think we're fine. Certain teams are catching on, like Optic in Toronto, but I still think we're fine. So... Uh, but with this situation right here, I'm going to have to say Toronto over 3-2. Atlanta phase is just not winning it in this major right here. So they'll drop their rankings down to 1-2 and two with only 10 CDL points. 
to open up on Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, you got the Vegas Legion taking on the LA Gorillas. Vegas has obviously got a easy W right here. Maybe in 3-1 where our cities is going to win you the hard point. But other than that, that's just going to be about it. I just, I don't see Gorillas making a huge push. Toronto Ultra and Florida, Florida Mutineers for 430 slots. Ah, it's going to be Toronto right here. I say in the 3-1 over Florida. Florida's just been an up and down team. And here lately, they've been, they've been more down than up. And then finally, ladies and gentlemen, Sunday, April 9th, that's 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In your main event, you got the Los Angeles Thieves taking on the Optic Texas squad. Guys, I really love Optic Texas in this series right here. And this is actually a $10,000 bounty match. Guys, again, Optic Texas is on a whole new level this year. Yes, they did not win their major at their at their homestand. But I still think that they're capable of winning at least one big major and maybe even a push for COD champs this year. Because I believe they're like maybe fourth, maybe third best team to win COD champs. But going up against the Los Angeles Steves right here this Sunday at 6 p.m. Guys, it's going to be a 3-2. It's going to be a back and forth battle. And they're going to be really close matches. It's going to be like a 250 to like 241 and a hard point, uh, 6.5 S&D, 3.2 in control. And, and again, it, like that kind of like close intensity in these matches between both these teams. Because the LA Thieves, absolutely killing it. Obda Texas, absolutely killing it. They know how to punish teams. And make them, you know, surrender to them pretty much. So that's that's going to be week two of the major four qualifiers. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, hopefully I did not disappoint you or any fans of certain teams like the London Royal Ravens. Yes, I know the Ravens is just, again, they're not that team. They're really not. And the Florida Mutineers are just a on the down low right now they're on the down low they're not really winning matches yes they got a few good highlights but that's about it atlanta face fans i'm even saying it right now this is just not a year for phase this is again it's just not the year for phase now who the hell knows maybe we could just do an absolute 360 win the major four kind of take a break at the major five and then when cod chance rolls around then all of a sudden we're the god squad again like it could just be whoever has the biggest momentum swing and shift going into each major and cod champs and that that's the that's the beauty of cod esports you just never know who's gonna win so like i'm saying like I'm saying right now, FaZe is on the down low, but who knows? They could turn things around and start just being that God squad and win everything throughout the rest of this year. So guys, I sure hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to like button wherever you are listening from iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Good Pod HQ, 
or wherever you find your preferred podcast. Make sure you are leaving me a five-star on Spotify. It really does help out the podcast. And make sure to check out my YouTube channel where I'm posting the audiograms of this podcast that you're listening to right now on YouTube. So you can type in everything Morgan Man Sports and my podcast will appear right there. But guys, I sure hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to like button. And I, Kamori, will catch you all later. Peace. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here.